Hello internet and welcome to the Different Neurons podcast. It is a podcast about stories that I find extremely interesting. And today's podcast is a little more different. I'm for the first time I'm sharing something that is directly a personal experience because to me this experience is really powerful. Um and it's very close to me. I hope you like the show. And without any further ado, I'm going to cue the fucking Guess what guys another episode that was recorded at 2 a.m now it's not a 1 a.m episode it's a 2 a.m episode upgrade no seriously i need to take care of my sleeping schedule uh because it the it, it's a school night i mean not school night college night but you get the point it's law school i go to a law school so anyway I'm doing this on a Monday morning at 2 a.m. and um I have lost my aux cable for my monitor so I have no idea what I sound like during the recording but I'm pretty sure you can hear the raindrops in the background that's because it hasn't stopped raining for the past 4 hours and uh well there's a tin uh, roof somewhere nearby and uh, that doesn't really help the situation where we're trying to record so I'm going to have to ask you to be patient with it if at all I can't clean it in the edit but well if not you're going to have to bear with it it's not like it's not like my production quality has exactly gone up <laughs> with time for this podcast regardless today I thought I would talk at in brief or at length I don't know how long this episode is going to be when I started it uh, about Diogenes of Sinope Now for people who don't know him actually you know what before that I got to give you a tiny little warning of discretion uh might include discussions about mental health and how it's handled in India so like be careful as to like you don't have any uh, soft spots there like I'm just giving you mental preparation it's now up to you whether you want to listen to me or not going ahead but I want to talk to talk about Diogenes of Sinope. For those of you who don't know, Diogenes was a philosopher of the Hellenistic age, uh, right around the time not the Hellenistic age, I'm sorry, uh during the reign of Alexander the Great, the Macedonian age, I I believe is that what it's called? I mean Aristotle was alive when he was doing his shit. So Diogenes was this guy uh who was born in an Ionian colony. uh and the first image that you should get to your brain is he bought a big ass hole like a jar a really big jar where people store shit uh kept it sideways in the marketplace and he lived there by the wall and all he owned all his life was a couple of rags and i mean one piece of rags and um like a bowl eventually he came to disown the bowl as well because he saw a child drinking um water by his hands and uh, that's that's how he lived well all of his days moving forward and diogenes was a troll number 1 uh, i don't know where i read it i don't even know the source is credible but apparently uh, when aristotle used to define humans as uh, biped birds biped featherless birds i'm sorry uh, he took the feathers off of a chicken and then 
showed it to um the students of Aristotle and called it a human to make his point and there was another es- episode where like people were arguing whether motion exists or not and how he disproved that motion doesn't exist is by walking away and thus proving his point um but obviously he was a cynic the modern cynicism we're used to is a little more uh, nuanced it's a lot more driven towards the intent of a person you meet in society but here it's met with all of it i mean it's a lot it's a lot more holistic approach to the same like to the concept of private property uh, to the concept of societal restraint to the concept of dressing up to the concept of uh, maintaining restraint or decorum and things like that and to a certain extent teenage me would be very happy that i'm talking about this story uh because i used to think like him but i never actually ended up going to the praxis of it the way he did and to be honest massive respect <laughs> what am i idealizing to children <laughs> let's be fair i mean diogenes is a toxic example for you don't do it kids don't live in a tiny uh, bowl with a couple of rags but the idea of cynicism itself uh, spread through the talking about this man so a lot of you might be familiar with the stoic uh, who was his contemporary named zeno now zeno talked about like stoicism in a way that that resembles loosely at least um the philosophy of uh hope for the best and prepare for the worst so zeno was of the zeno was of the opinion that a man must remember that he must be prepared and anticipate emotionally physiologically and logistically for the worst thing that can happen to him every day and live that way for the rest of his days in order to have a fulfilling fulfilling life in society and the part of assumption of the worst came from cynicism a lot of what we understand to be modern nihilism also came from cynicism um or existentialism as well because um i'll give you an example for example like once diogenes was pushing his boulder up in the pan- when the city was under the panic of war and when he was asked what he was doing he replied to the person in the city that i am trying to look as busy as i can while all of you do the same and in the essence of pushing literally pushing something up a hill and trying to look busy and trying to gesture the purposelessness of all our actions uh, he sort of shouted out to the sisyphian nature of how the world has worked even at his time this was before the christ was born and i mean summarize Di- uh, diogenes of sinope as the ultimate sheeple warner basically he wore as little as he could uh, he behaved like an animal all across and he had a very negative outlook on human society as to its utilitarian and uh, philosophical purpose and statement and he would try to teach people to relearn how what it means to be happy 
uh, what it means to be happy is to be primal uh, in a certain way he actually said that a human species and the human society in general if was to go extinct he would regret that with the same intensity as the death of a single fly or something along those lines uh, so you can imagine quite spiteful his spitefulness actually is pretty legendary he apparently peed on somebody who was throwing a bone at him um because he was considered like diogenes the dog because he lived like a dog and people dogs used to gather around him and um, now i'm going to take a sudden turn by after explaining who diogenes is and giving you the context of person on diogenes i'm going to tell you about how i met him now of course i would be lying and very obviously lying if i told you that i met diogenes at a club in physical existence because he lived 2200 years or 2300 years before me so now that we have that obvious lie out of the way that i mentioned in the title <laughs> um i'll tell you what i mean i mean i mean i met somebody who embodies the idea of diogenes in real life um and this is going to be a little dicey of a story to tell you but he is a perfect example of what it means i'm pretty sure this gentleman needed help and he never got it because of the circumstances that i was in or, or like he was stuck in um i grew up in a tiny village in india and um the truth remains that these people were stuck in their circumstances but i'm going to tell you about two men who i regularly had the encounter with and they were essentially what you read in stories to be the village madman um no seriously there were there was no institutionalization for them to get help uh, i don't know how their families handled them but one of them at least had a family um every time i, I used to go to school when i was 13 i would come across this gentleman who would like stand in a corner and he would say like he would give speeches about subhash chandra bose and nehru and gandhi and nationalism and patriotism uh, at one instant and then he would look at us children he would call us out and he would tell us that we shouldn't go to school but do whatever we want in the restaurants or places where we hang out with friends because that's where we will do the real learning um basically somebody who was completely against the institutionalization of education in the form of the schools that we had and to be honest i can't really blame him i'm not very fond of the school i went to in terms of educational service i don't mean they were ill meaning people i think they were ill equipped people and i don't mean to mean mean, mean to break any hearts there it's just true i'm sorry i'm i'm not happy with the education i exactly got in high school and i think it could have been better but given the circumstances that i was in i think that's the best i got and it wasn't half bad but moving on um that that was me trying to be a politician by the way and <laughs> uh, the point i'm trying to make is that after that we used to see him uh, in the town square or on the road to the school just walking backwards and uh, eventually of course cruel kids being cruel kids if he was passing by their alley he would they would use stones and throw stones at 
द मैड मैन एंड वेल ऑल वी डू इज लुकड रियली आई डेंट नो वॉट टू डू आई वॉज थर्टीन फोर्टीन आई मीन यू डिसाइड इफ दैट्स ओल्ड एनफ टू डू समथिंग बट आई डिडेंट बिकॉज नो बडी अराउंड वी डिड एंड नन ऑफ अस न्यू बेटर रियली दट द बेस्ट आई कैन गिव यू बट यू कैन जज माई मॉरल कैरेक्टर ऑन दैट आई कांट एंड वोट स्टॉप यू and um when he was hit by stones usually he would get hurt and um like kids would be shooed away by adults who were around eventually luckily uh, or he would you know fight back but after he was hurt especially when he was grievously hurt uh that day and a few days after that if he ever got out of his house he would sing these very particular lines every day uh, i don't remember i remember the tune but i'm not going to sing it because my neighbors might wake up and he used to scream at the top of this lung uh, as much as he can for hours on end uh, sometimes it used to get irritating for me he used to say abhi bhi ajnabi hai zamana yahan kal kya ho kisne jana um the meaning of those lines is even now the world is a stranger who knows what will happen here tomorrow uh that's like translate in verbatim that i can give you or the closest and he was one of them now this guy definitely had a family because his clothes would always be clean and it was very clear that he didn't care for them but somebody did so he would be changed like his clothes would be changed and he would be groomed from time to time but he would be left out or he would run out um in the open for however long to do whatever he wants and go wherever he wants and the other one was closer because he was a prolific in, uh, english speaker uh mind you why that i'm um, stressing on that because uh, this is this is like a tiny village this is not a city this is not where english english proficiency is a recognized skill really this like even my english when i was like say 10 was fucking horrible man um it's improved with time and i'm doing well now i mean i'm doing wellish now but it used to be horrible and it used to be an asset in the city luckily i had the exposure to the outside world to develop myself to a certain tolerable point but this man was was proficient he was he was beating doctors at speaking english and that was because the second man had an ma in english and he was a gymnast and he was actually much closer to the conversations with diogenes i was used to because he would actually make people feel unwelcome and insulted um in his talking and if he wasn't doing that he was uh performing in the road as in you know doing something weird with his body holding a hanger in his mouth and walking backwards dancing standing on his standing on one leg or standing uh feet up hands down on his head and he actually wasn't harassed by the kids as much luckily oh thank god <laughs> but regardless the truth remains that he he was doing those things and why i say i met diogenes through these people is because 
I felt like there was a clear resonance between the two. Of course, Diogenes's practice was a lot more deliberate uh, than these two gentlemen that I mentioned, but the way they acted, the way they talked, uh, the points they made in their speeches and the truths they told us about institutionalization, they sort of resonate with these men. Now, of course, these are very powerful experiences that happened multiple times um, in my life and they just left an, a very strong impression on me and I never really forgot them. There are days when I wake up and I just think about him singing that song in that tune. I have no idea why. It just happens. It's strange. But what I mean is that a man who was destined, who wanted to be destined to live only in the present because cynicism of uh, Diogenes sort of entails that he must only live in the present and nowhere else lives all this time in the future Diogenes, don't get me wrong Diogenes did not give a shit which means he did not write his teachings down either this was a man determined to be forgotten this was a man determined to live only and only and only in the moment. But nevertheless, somebody who saw him, found him peculiar, recorded all his behavior and passed it on from generation to generation to the point that educated men who came across his knowledge, probably came across his knowledge, this is of course a presumption, but even if they came across other knowledge which might be inspired by him, like I said, Nietzsche and Camus, um, like Camus' Sisyphean outlook on how life is sort of screams Diogenes, uh, at least in its approach to the problem. And um, I just found it very mind-blowing that an idea like that existed so close near me and had uh, such a background part in my childhood. I don't know what both of those men are doing. I hope them they're well. Um, definitely, I haven't seen them when I go back home. So um, I'm hoping they're getting help. But the truth remains, given the condition of how the institute that provide mental health care are in the area I'm talking about, it's more likely that they died, probably on the street. I know, man. Uh, that's that's all I have for you guys. Sad note ending. Bye. If you found this podcast resourceful or entertaining, please subscribe to me on YouTube. And um, you can always like me on Instagram and Facebook where I share memes. Uh, if, you're too, if you think this content is too heavy, just to balance it out and blow some steam. You know, regular things. And um, support me on Patreon if you think the content is worth it. And you can find my podcast almost on every major podcasting platform. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.